But you and I, we have one life to live here on earth. We're not like cats or kittens where we have nine lives. God bless you. We have one life. And the more we anticipate the coming of the kingdom, the freer our life here will be. I remember being a child and, and when I was, it was during the summertime and we'd be playing outside and, and I knew that mom was either making spaghetti or lasagna and I knew I was going to have a cold cup of milk. And I just anticipated while I was playing outside this, this notion that when I got home, there was going to be something good waiting for me. But when they called me, I wasn't willing to go in yet, right? I was like, I'm still playing with my friends. But I was anticipating to walk into the house and you can smell, you can smell that, that, that pasta. Uh, and I knew that there was that cold cup of milk and I'm just waiting for that with this anticipation. So when we look at our life and we look at these readings, we're coming to the end of the liturgical season, the end of the liturgical year. This coming Saturday is the last day. And then we come to the end of 2020, at the end of December, and we're coming to the end of any sort of you know, nicer weather. So there's, there's this, this, this season in which we're, we're, we're reckoning within ourselves something of death. And that's okay, because when I contemplate death, it can either bring me fear or it can bring me anticipation and a joy. Look, if we want to understand what lies beyond, I want to encourage you to read the book of Revelation. There's some weird stuff in there. I get it, right? But like, like there's a room with an animal with eyes all over its body, and you're like, that's weird, John. That's like, why did you write that? But, but there's like this notion that there's a lamb which is more beautiful than anything we've ever seen, and it is the lamb that is the light of the city, and that the entire city is composed around this lamb, this anticipation that builds us up, that leads us into a, in a hope, a, not, a, not a vague hope, but a, a founded hope of what is to come after my eyes close on this side of earth. And so we want this anticipation that we need to, we, we need to, to, to delve into Scripture and allow Christ to begin speaking to us of what is reserved for those who love him. Because otherwise we're living in fear. I mean, how many of us during this time were afraid to go out because we're afraid of getting, getting COVID? And rightly so. Like, it's, it's, not, to, it's not to diminish the, the, the fear or the, the reality or the sickness or the, the death that is happening. It's not to diminish that. But what's happening within us, who are Christians, who profess that on the other side of death is greater life, then we have no need to fear. Uh, rather, we, we ought to be living in a peace, in a confidence that says, I'm going to be safe, I'm going to take precautions, but I'm not going to live in fear. I'm not going to allow fear to dictate my life. Because that's not what it is to be of Christ. But if I don't know what's on the other side, then I'm going to continue to live in constant fear. So I have to ask the Lord to teach me what's on the other side. Fill me up with the, the goodness of, of heaven here on earth so that I begin to anticipate. We celebrate two martyrs today. We also celebrate St. Columban. People have been giving me stuff all morning. They're like, why don't you talk about St. Columban? He's a good saint. Columban Marmion, great guy wonderful person. Uh, but the two martyrs I want to talk about are Blessed Miguel Pro and St. Clement. These are men 
who willingly gave their life for the sake of the kingdom. Miguel Pro was in, was in the, the uh, late, early 1900s, 36 years old, was a Catholic priest. And he went about and lay clothes so that the, the government couldn't find, figure out that he was a priest, and he would offer sacraments by like fixing somebody's car. He would offer sacra the sacrament of confession in the midst of, uh, of being in the, in the shop so that other people could receive the grace of Christ. I mean, you think about the North American martyrs, right? So those who were like martyred, whether it be by the Hurons or the Blackhawks, or I don't remember all the, the, the various tribes that they infiltrated, but why did they go in search of the, the kingdom of God here in America or Canada, this North American continent, was because they wanted to bring the gospel of Christ to this place. The reason that we have it is because of those men. But they were not afraid to give up their life because they knew that if they went back, and in, in, in John de Brebeuf, if he went back, what was going to happen is that he knew he was going to be killed. And we have one of the first popes, St. Clement, who we celebrate today. He was, he was thrown into the sea with a, an anchor around him because he would not stop professing the name of Jesus Christ. And we know that that's why the Pope used to wear red shoes. It's not for a fashion statement. It was because he, he knew that when he was elected Pope that he was next in line to be martyred and he walked on the blood of his, those who had gone before him. That's why the Pope wore red shoes. And so we have these symbols, but we also have this faith that is deeply rooted in who we are, that I have no need to be afraid of what is to come because I have the promise of the King. I have the promise of my beloved. He says, you, you have no need to be afraid for I am with you even till the end of the age. We give our livelihood like this woman who gave two, two small coins. That's all we have. All we have is this one life to give Jesus. Let's not waste it. Let's give it to him. And if we don't know how, then just ask him, Lord, how? I need you to teach me how to give my life to you. 